Father, I thank you for what you're going to do in these few days. Lord, I thank you that this is not a conference. Lord, I thank you. We step in by faith into the heavenly realms. We step into Mount Zion. And Lord, we say we want everything that you have got planned for these days. We come before your throne, your courtroom. And we say, Lord, we want everything that Ian has saw and everything that Ian has took part in. We do not want to leave these sessions without heaven doing what the purpose is for these days. We want to see the blueprint for this nation and the nations. <laughs> yeah, bang that staff. Hit the ground. And Father, we welcome the cloud of witnesses. Lord, I welcome those who have went before us in this nation. I honor those in the Hebrides. I honor Duncan Campbell. I honor the two old ladies who prayed. I honor those who no one knows their name. I honor John Knox. I honor St. Columba. And I honor St. Patrick. And I honor St. Bridget. And I say, Lord, as the angel of the house, I say, Lord, let your will be done here. Let your will be done. Then the word of the Lord came to me. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands will also complete it. Then you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. Who dares despise the days of small things? Small things, Ian. I could read your thoughts. There's no Nephilim in me. I'm what it looks like when you've dealt with your stuff. Who dares despise the days of small beginnings? Since the seven eyes of the Lord that range throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone in the hand of Zerubbabel. See, God is raising up governmental hubs across the nations. And I'm honoring these people in the past because they were the foundation. They were the foundation, what they laid, God is going to build upon. And God is raising up apostolic hubs, but actually I don't like using that word. Governmental hubs. Governmental hubs across the nations. And what I'm seeing even before I came here for the past few months, all the different hubs across this nation in Ireland, God is suddenly raising up his government, his ecclesia. And we're gathered here because God is about to release something so significant, so glorious for Ireland, for Scotland and England and Wales and then Europe, then the nations. But we need to honor the fathers and the mothers who went before us. It's the spirit and power of Elijah that's being released right now. The spirit and power of Elijah is being released to restore the sons to the fathers and the fathers to the sons. But it's the fathers and mothers of the faith. That's why I'm honoring Columba and Duncan Campbell and Patrick 
And in England, you've got Wesley and Whitfield. We've never been in days like this. God is establishing his government and God is sending messengers to the earth, messengers like Ian Clayton. And we receive you so, honestly, Ian, we receive you so much because we want this to land here. And a few years ago when he came, God sent a scroll. Nothing has ever been the same since then. But we're about to go further because God is building these hubs. It, start, well, this, it started a few years ago when I went to Iona. And I'm talking about these things because I'm honoring the fathers of the past. Because the cloud of witnesses are coming to help us. As Ian said in Cardiff, they are not complete without us. I'm just telling a bit of my story, but it will affect the nations. So it's not just about us and our wee group. This is going to affect the nations. And a few years ago, I went to the island of Iona. And I heard an audible voice. And the audible voice said, Branham's watcher. And I had no clue why. Why Branham? Why in the Isle of Iona? How is that possibly connected to Branham? But a few months later, Jane actually told me to read a chapter in a book. And it was William, it was um, Todd Bentley. And Todd Bentley had a revelation that, the, that Branham's watcher had been with three people before. One was Branham. The other was John G. Lake, but the third was John Knox. I had no idea that Branham's Watcher was connected with a nation in the past. And I'm talking about Scotland, but I'm not really talking about Scotland, because as I say, Scotland is like a forerunner nation. What happens here is going to affect you. And then Branham's Watcher's involved with what is happening with us, with all the hubs that have come here from Aberdeen and Skye and Ireland. Branham's Watcher is actually... Wait, I'm going to let Abby tell you what Branham's Watcher has been doing. Well, when I first met Branham's Watcher, um, it was in an encounter that I went into, and I was taken in the spirit to... Uh, it was, if you imagine, like a, an army in camp. They had tents, um, and I was taken by Branham's Watcher into a tent where there was a table laid out, and it was as if it was like a, a strategy room or a council of war or something like that. Um, and on the table, it was, if you imagine, like maybe in war games, so it's like a 3D map of the land um, just kind of molded out. And they were talking about what the plan was. And uh, when I was there, and this was a, a, a many years ago, what was it, about three years? Three years ago now. Um, Branham's Watcher was discussing the plan that was happening and the other people around the table. And what was happening, I was seeing over the land, which was Scotland, that I seen, was happening. It was like, it looked like dry riverbeds. That's what it looked like, or channels that were placed around. And each strategic pot that, uh, place, there would maybe be... Um, a much deeper bed made, so like maybe for like a lake, it would look like. Um, and I've seen that all over the land, these channels were, were um, formed, and there were these hot spots where it was maybe going to gather more. So I've seen that all over the land, and then I asked, I said, but what, what happens next? Um, and they were very gracious, and they showed me. And I've seen what to me looked like molten gold, start to bubble up in the in the in the, the lake beds um, and as that started to bubble up and it took its time it then started to travel through the channels and so each bed was it was bubbling up and it was starting to travel out through the channels like that and it, the channels were coming closer and closer together with the gold that was pouring through them and 
it was it was very exciting to watch. But the instant that the gold started to meet from all these different hubs over the land, it was like a network was formed. And as that network formed, it lifted out of the channel and came like a canopy over the land of gold. And that was the plan. That was the plan that I've seen in that time, which I was taken into by Branham's Watcher. Wow. So God is releasing, like Branham's Watcher, and the saints of old are taking part and helping us and showing us a way forward because God is building hubs. He's building hubs. And these hubs are like nothing we've seen before. That's why I didn't like using the word apostolic because there's something... When we use that word, we think of someone who's called himself an apostle or something like that. And that's not what I'm talking about. It's really not. It's so governmental in the heavenlies. It's us ascending into the heavenlies. But God is establishing hubs. And I see it so clearly for this event. There's hubs here. There's people here. Benches of threes coming together. Caitlin had a dream. That's her friend, Caitlin. I don't know where she is. She's there. Do you want to share your wee part? Our big part. Uh, Yeah, so I had a dream not too long ago. And in this dream, uh, I was in this tent. And Stevie came up to me. And he looked quite different, actually. And he had a different outfit on. (laughs) And um, and I, I... he began to tell me how he had joined a band and with other band members, like this band was made up of many different band members coming together. Um, And so I felt it represented like benches of three and people coming together in unity. Um, Yeah, so. Fantastic. So I'm I'm speaking a message that I've spoke before, but I'm speaking it because I'm honoring, I cannot emphasize this enough, I'm honoring those from the past because I'm aware and Ian may share more, that there's something being released now for us. There's something that in Scotland it's happened somehow, and I believe, we all believe it happened when Ian was here two years ago, I think it was, when the scroll landed for the nation. And there's, the second time I was in Iona, I fell asleep. (laughs) And I had a vision, and anyone who knows me, I don't say that lightly, it was really powerful. And I saw the, the Iona Abbey being dismantled brick by brick, taken down, and then it was rebuilt again here. So we're honouring them because they're part of that. The church is not just us here now, it's them as well. It's not just us here and it's not just those in heaven. It's those in the past and those in the future as well. Thank you. Put in an offering if you want. That was a coin. I don't When I was younger, I just knew, when I read that scripture about Zerubbabel being stirred, it's like God stirred my heart. Even as a wee boy, I went to Wales. And I knew that somehow I would be part of like a generation that crosses over. I knew that God had called me to see this, and and it's not about me, but it's about us here, everyone here. It's like there's a crossing over, like, we believe thoroughly, as I say with Ian, two years ago, somehow Scotland crossed over. But not everywhere somehow has crossed over. But I believe this is like a portal here today and tomorrow and the next day where others can come because the way has been made. And something has to happen here in this nation because it's a, we've already somehow transitioned because of what happened. I don't understand it all, but I'm honouring that. And I know that God is wanting to build something we've never seen. 
So it's difficult to use words like apostolic or whatever because we think we know what that is. But what is coming is not what we have seen. It doesn't resemble it at all. The foundation of the church, it says, is apostles and prophets. But let me tell you, what we have thought apostles and prophets are is nothing like what's coming. The way Ian described it in Cardiff was a legislator and an oracle. It's like God is calling us to be kings. Like what the part of the story Ian might not know is after he released that scroll, that it was not long after that we had a referendum and Scotland was one to separate. But we stood in the gap. I prayed for a whole week in the courtrooms in heaven. God taught me to pray actually through Reese Hills. And I learned by him how to legislate for a nation. Because Scotland was going to be independent. It looked like it was over. But then God began to speak to me through, in Genesis, what Moses said. God spoke to Moses and said, why are you crying to me? He says, raise up your rod. It was then I spoke as a legislator in heaven and spoke to the nation and it shifted everything. But I'm not saying that for me. What I'm saying is there's a, another foundation that is beyond what we think apostle and prophet is. And it's someone who legislates from the heavenlies to change the earth. And God is raising these hubs up across the nations. We can call it apostle and prophet if you like, but as long as you realize it's not what we have seen. It's the order of Melchizedek. It's like, it's kings and priests in heaven. I functioned and we functioned as a bench of three and in the, the ten of us, we were functioning as priests. We were going before the courts. But then God taught us and said, well, he taught me and says, right, don't ask any longer. Speak. Thanks, Ian. And these hubs are going to be places where we learn to become priests and kings, legislators and oracles, speaking from the heavenlies, the word of the Lord, becoming the voice. Not just being a voice, but becoming the voice. Becoming the voice. As we become one with Christ, as we yield, as we deal with the stuff, as Ian says, as we yield old-fashioned language like surrender, as we become one with him, then we can become the voice. Do you know, we are teaching the prophetic how to hear in the prophetic, but do you know there's something way beyond just hearing? It's that you become so one with him that as you speak, he speaks. As you speak to the mountain, the mountain is removed. It's something way beyond just the gifts. We're moving towards fullness. Mature sons. But it comes in the context of these hubs. Justin calls them mystic hubs. I call them governmental hubs. And I honestly am speaking about this because this is what God is releasing. This is what God is doing in these days. This is why there's hubs here from Aberdeen and Skye and Ireland. And Inverness. Parts of Wales and England, God is gathering people. And he's actually commissioning kings. When Ian first came here, he was quite worried. Because he thought, how in the world is anything going to happen here? <laughs> and I went, I don't know either. And then we went back to my mum and dad's and there was a bullet hole in the window. <laughs> there was. And I didn't want to introduce Ian because I was scared. <laughs> but God has chosen nobody's. He's choosing anyone who says yes. 
He's choosing anyone who yields. He's choosing anyone who dares to step out of the religious system. Anyone who says, I want to go beyond just gifts. Anyone who wants to go beyond just Pentecost. There's something beyond. There's something where we are in the heavenlies. Like Reese Hills. Reese Hills lived in this, even though he maybe didn't use the language. And he said when the Holy Spirit came to possess him, he was transported into another realm. He said it was beyond the veil. And he lived there the rest of his life. Governmental hubs. Yeah. Now we're talking. If you want to write a check. So. See, God wants habitation. God has a dream. God has a dream. We think about our dreams and our visions and our interpretations of our dreams. But what about interpreting God's dream? God's looking for those who will become fully like him. Fully possessed, full habitation. Communities of people who walk in fullness. In whom you are also being built together into a dwelling place of God and the Spirit. We are being built. And there's a call going out to the nations. There's a call going out to Scotland. There's a call going to Ireland and Wales and England and Europe. And there's a call saying, are you willing to step out into the unknown? Into the unknown. Looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. Something beyond the norm. Something beyond where we are. Something greater than anything we've seen. Something greater than any revival. I honor the revivals, but there's something beyond. I honor the fathers and the mothers, but they're cheering us on and having saying, don't start there. And in these hubs, in these hubs, this is such a simple thing, but honestly, this is where we've went wrong for years and years and years. It's all about getting the blueprint. Build according to the pattern. How simple is that? But we decide to build according to what we think. It's so simple. God is looking for groups of people, crazy people, who don't know what they're doing. And he's found quite a few here. Even Ian doesn't know. Do we realize that Jesus wants to be the head? He does the thinking, we don't. He wants to build something. He's stirring the heart. Like Zerubbabel is a type of Christ. And it says, these seven will rejoice. Who are the seven? It's the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God are not rejoicing. Until. Until. Until Christ is allowed to build again. Until Christ is allowed to be the head. The head, the blueprint. And in these hubs, we will ascend into the heavenlies. We're a community of heavenly people. Ascending the secret of the stairs. Justin had an audible voice about three different times. And one of them was when I was going to the Highlands. And he heard the words, the secret of the stairs. The secret of the stairs. And we didn't realize it was in Song of Solomon. The secret, oh my dove, that are in the clefts of the rock in the secret places of the stairs. Let me see thy countenance. Let me hear thy voice, for sweet is thy voice. And thy countenance is comely. There's an invitation. There's an invitation into the heavenlies. There's an invitation to come 
to the secret stairs to ascend. And these hubs are going to be places where we ascend the secret of the stairs, where we enter into full intimacy with him, friendship. Whereas Ian says it's not just about experiences, it's not just about mystical things, it's about experiencing him, being the friend of God like Enoch and Abraham. Ascending the secret of the stairs where he wants to hear our voice. If we let him be the head, I don't think we've any idea what's coming. I don't think we've any idea. It just can't find people who say, Lord, let it be your way and not our way. If he can find two or three in England, two or three in Ireland, two or three in Wales, two or three in America, who say, Lord, be the head. Not interested in ministry. I couldn't care about ministries. I didn't try to have a ministry. I don't know how it happened. I honestly don't. I think it was Justin's idea. And in these hubs, we will climb or ascend into Mount Zion. It's the mountain of God. It's not a headquarters. It's not a hierarchy. It's the mountain of God. And we come under his government. We learn how to legislate as kings and priests where when all, even Christian ministries or people are saying we should be independent, we should be independent, the Lord caught Abby up into the councils in heaven and said, you shouldn't be independent. What would happen? What would have happened if there wasn't a company of people who heard in the councils like Isaiah like Abby, she heard, it's not God's will for Scotland to be independent. I tell you what would have happened. We would have become like Greece. We would have been in serious trouble. And God is looking for those who will be the ecclesia in regions. Two or three of us have had different experiences where we felt God, sorry, the enemy was wanting to attack through ISIS here. But God is looking for the ten. He's looking for the three. He's looking for the shadow. He's looking for the willing. What will happen in places where there's not the governmental realm? Where there's not those who are being legislators and oracles and kings and priests? There'll be areas and regions where there is darkness because they won't, they're not accepting this stuff. But for those who are willing, we can change events. We can stop major earthquakes. We can stop ISIS doing terrorist attacks. Can you imagine ISIS, a guy from ISIS or something was coming and you just begin to shine? And like the Matrix, the, bull- <laughs> the bullets would come and they'd just drop. Why not? These are the days we're moving into. But it takes us just giving up our will. It takes us just simply yielding. I know this is a simple message, but this is where it begins. And in the hubs, we just let him be the head. Listen, if we are part of churches that are just doing things and trying to win the lost and our own ideas and having youth groups thinking we will just be nice to the youth and 
What if we become mature sons? What if we ascend into the heavenlies and look on him who has a sword coming out of his mouth? What if we see the man of fire? What if we see the man with eyes of fire? Do you think we can see cities changed? I know we can. I know this nation is on the verge of something huge and it's going to affect the nations of the earth. And I'm here to provoke you. And God is releasing something in these days. As I say, Ian has saw something. I don't know what he'll tell you. I don't know if he's allowed. I'm not sure. But God is doing something so big. But he wants it to be a place he can land. He wants hubs where he can land. He's looking for the benches of three where he can land. The blueprint. And I tell you what, it takes us, it takes us, we need to die to our will. Because me as a Scottish person could easily have thought independence, I could have went freedom. I love Scotland. I could have said freedom, but we had to die to what we think. Because God has a bigger plan where we are supposed to stand with England, the lion. In Scotland, the unicorn, together standing as a legislator, as a nation that legislates, and a nation that is an oracle like George Whitfield. But the question is, can God find shadows? And let me tell you, it's not people who are perfect. It's simply people who say, Yes, I give up my ideas, I give up my ministry, I give up everything. Because we can become mature sons, that's what God is looking for. And it happens in the hubs that God is raising up. It happens as we ascend. The hubs are not earthly hubs. It's not earthly hubs. We ascend together. But it's got to be together. Because he's building a people who are willing to yield to him and his ways. It's the ancient paths. the ancient paths. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. This is a picture of the hubs. The hubs is a mountain. It's Mount Zion in the heavenlies where we meet together. It's the government in a region. And ultimately it will be a government over a nation. Like Abby Saul, we brought a William Branham's watcher. Ultimately, it'll affect the nation. Ultimately, affect the nations. Ultimately, it'll affect the cosmos and all creation. You have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, that's the word ecclesia, who are registered in heaven to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect. That's the cloud of witnesses. We have come to this. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. To Mount Zion, these hubs are places of ascension where we ascend the governmental realms of heaven as we come under the government and ourselves. You see, we only have as much government outwardly as we allow God to be the government inwardly. As we yield fully to him inwardly, then we have authority for regions and nations. 
the hubs, the governmental realms where we ascend the secret stairs, where we participate and legislate and speak as oracles. See, there's a day coming, William Branham prophesied this. He actually, God showed him that there was a generation in the future coming that would speak things into existence. And God showed him, he told him to speak whatever he desired and he wanted a squirrel because he was hunting. And he says, okay, let there be a squirrel. A squirrel appeared. God tested him three times and the squirrel appeared three times. Like out of nowhere, created. And then God said to him, and there's a future generation that will speak and they will create. See, this is part of the government of heaven where we are going to change things. We are going to legislate as we participate in the councils of heaven and the courts of heaven and these hubs. It's not going to be just about meetings or just Sundays or what. It's the government of heaven being released. That was paper. That was good. Zechariah 3 says and the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua saying thus says the Lord of hosts if you will walk in my ways if you will perform my service then you will govern my house and will have charge of my courts and I will grant you free access among these standing here There's an invitation for free access. And do you notice it doesn't just say you can go to the court and ask. It says you will govern my courts. You see, this is what God is releasing. This is why I felt I was to speak tonight. Because this is not just a message. I'm speaking it into the atmosphere across the nations. See, God has gave us a platform. And it's like St. Columba. You used to commission kings on Denad. And often when we feel a governmental thing, we, the three of us, stand in Denad and release his kings to the nations. And God is releasing now the governmental realm to you guys. To the willing. Free access. Do you know, I've got so many things here, but I don't even want to say anymore. I just know that God's doing something. See, I, I, I want it, I'd love it to be really wacky right now. But I know God is doing something different with us. And I know that there's a realm with the fear of the Lord that God wants to bring back again. And that doesn't mean you don't have joy. <laughs> But there's something about the hubs that God's releasing. And when I was praying about this whole thing, God was showing me so clearly that there's an invitation. And this is not just about us. There's something about Ireland and Scotland together. There's something about Ireland and Scotland together. There's something about us being together. I just want you to stand up. I just love Emma from Aberdeen, you're awesome. And Mary from Inverness. And Peter from Sky, I want to honour you. And Jane from Sky. There's so many faithful people. And Pauline from Northern Ireland. And Lawrence. Mary and Eric. And Lindy. Father, I just know that as weak as I am and as vulnerable as I am, that you want to release something, scepters, to the different hubs. 
that your government has been rising in secret, side by side with the religious system, unseen, not even knowing that it's there. And you've been choosing those who thought it can't be me because I don't feel good enough or able enough. But Lord, I come before you and I ask that tonight that you release something so spectacular, so profound. Release the call to the hubs, to Ireland, to Scotland, to Ireland, and Wales, and England. And I say, Lord, thank you for the foundation. Those who went before us from the Hebrides, Lord, thank you for the Hebrides and those faithful people who prayed and prayed. And the one man who says, Lord, you have promised to pour water on the thirsty ground and you're not doing it. That man knew your covenant, Lord. He knew your covenant that you must fulfill your word. Lord, I honor the vision of Jean Darnell where the fires would be burning and the lightnings of heaven would come. Lord, it was far more than what she saw. This was the hubs. And Lord, I thank you so much for Ireland, for sending us St. Columba to the inner Hebrides. Thank you for St. Columba who brought Christianity to this nation. Thank you, Lord God, for the apostolic church that I was brought up in. For the fathers and the mothers who laid a foundation And I say, Lord, let that, like the Abbey, that was an Iona that was being rebuilt here. Let it be rebuilt now, Lord. The foundation is in place. The foundation is in place. The foundation is in place. We honor St. Patrick. Lord, I want to stand. And I want to be that gateway that says yes to whatever it is you want to bring through Ian. To whatever it is you want to bring in these few days, Lord, I stand and I say, yes, Lord, we want it. Lord, give us everything we need. That this, whatever it is you want to do, that it can land. That we won't miss it. And Lord, release your scepter to these hubs across the nations, to Aberdeen, to Skye, to London, to Pendle, to Inverness, and Lord, to the different parts of Scotland, to Glasgow and to Dundee. And all throughout England and Europe until the whole earth is covered. And we come under the heavenly Sanhedrin. Father, we welcome 
Father, the sons from the east gate beyond the land is sure. Father, we welcome the King of Peace, the King of Righteousness, the King of Salem. Father, we welcome the access into this land. Father, we welcome the, ga the gathering together of those that would come in ships, Father. Those that would come by land and by sea. Father, those that would come by the mystery of the way. Father, we ask for the movement and the mountain of wonders from the cave of the secrets of the mysteries of God, Father. Lord, we ask that that cave would begin to move, the doorway would begin to open. Father, that the things that you have kept secret, that rock that was hewn out of that mountain, Father, that, that rock would begin to land, Father, over this weekend for us. Father, we ask that the gathering together of those that have gone before us, Father, in the council, Lord, that they would find a way, Father, to be here with us as we walk our way through this weekend. Father, this is not about Scotland, although it is. Father, this is not about the earth, although it is. Father, this is about the end of a species and the beginning of a new race of beings in the face of the earth. Father, we thank you that there is a day that is drawing near, Father, when the completion of all things is going to happen and the full measure of the restoration of all things is going to begin. And Father, today as a group of people, we reach in towards that day to apprehend it, Father, and to live out of its empowerment in our day. Father, you would take hold of the rudders of our lives. And you would begin to engage with us, Father, to move into the way. To be able to stand in the full measure of who we are going to be in that day, Father. In that day, we don't know what it is going to be like, Father, but we know it's coming. And Lord, we look to that day. Father, we thank you for your grace. Lord, we ask that great grace would come upon us over the weekend. Father, we ask that great grace would descend, that the angel of great grace would come. Lord, we ask that the being of favor would come in, in, in the midst of us, Father. That favor would be given to us, Father. Great favor with God and with man. Father, as we begin to lay hold over this weekend, while we need you, that favor would begin to move amongst us. Father, thank you for your goodness and your mercies, Father. That they walk on either side of us over the weekend, Father. Lord, we commit to walk the path this weekend. Father, to walk it out. That the glory of God would be seen in the land of the living.
Shine, you're my sunshine.